Hello everyone and welcome back to This is Berthoud. I am Amy, your local librarian, and this is the show where I get to talk about everything that you are talking about so that together we have something new to think about. I have another special guest with me this morning. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, yes, thank you for having me. My name is Tiffany Brody, and I'm the new, relatively new, Executive Director for Berthoud Habitat for Humanity. Excellent, thank you so much for being here with us this morning and for quashing some rumors and some bad information that floats around <laughs> regarding habitat and giving us the, the real story as to what habitat does and, and how it works. So can you tell us, first of all, how does habitat work? Mm -hmm. What does the process look like, sort of both from the, the homeowner's perspective or view and also from the organization's view? Sure. In answer to that, I'd love to begin with our mission statement, followed by a broad explanation of our structure from the international to the state level and then to the local level here in Berthoud. So the mission of Habitat for Humanity is seeking to put God's love into action. Habitat for Humanity brings people together to build homes, communities, and hope. We at Berthoud Habitat for Humanity are a local affiliate of Habitat for Humanity International, which is a global 501c3 nonprofit housing organization across all 50 states and approximately 70 countries. That's a lot. It is, it <laughs> is. And I don't think a lot of individuals know or understand the complexity of the organization and how large and how great the impact is. Sure. So while the initial concept was founded by farmer and biblical scholar Clarence Jordan, on the Koinonia farm in Georgia, mm. what is now Habitat for Humanity International was founded by Millard and Linda Fuller in 1976 in Americus, Georgia. Furthermore, when hearing about Habitat, some may associate the organization with President Jimmy Carter mm -hmm. and his late <laughs> wife, Rosalind, who both played a very large part in raising awareness and support. The nonprofit ministry of Habitat for Humanity International has collectively helped to build, renovate, and repair more than one million homes for more than five million people around the world. Wow. That's astounding, isn't that it? That is. It is. And then at the state level, <laughs> we're coming right now. <laughs> yes, we are. Habitat for Humanity Colorado was founded by affiliates in 1992, which is also a nonprofit whose purpose is to build the capacity of the 25 Habitat affiliates serving 45 Colorado communities by providing several essential services, including funding and financing, state level advocacy, mm -hmm. training, and technical assistance, as well as disaster response coordination. So total households served in Colorado by our affiliates is equal to 3,849. That was the last count I've seen. That's a lot. Yes, it is. And last fiscal year, and our fiscal year runs from July 1st of each year through June 30th. So in 22-23, Colorado Habitats served 294 households through new construction, rehabs, and repairs. Mm. So you might be wondering why the mission of Habitat for Humanity is so important and relevant to our community. Mm -hmm. At the state level, at large, Colorado is experiencing a significant housing shortage and really has been for some time. So what that means is statewide, we are short by 127,000 homes with a, with a Denver metro area accounting for about 70,000 of those, which is a large portion. That is. Between now and year 2040, 
the state is expected to add an average of 35,000 households per year, and the problem is further exasperated by the lack of affordability, right. which wasn't helped <laughs> by the pandemic and over-ask sure. and the bidding wars and so forth sure. with our values. Uh, between 2011 and 2021, average home prices rose by 130%. It's crazy. It's staggering. One in seven Colorado families pay more than 50% of their income on housing. Yeah, and we know from, from previous people we've talked to, 30% is about where it ought to be, and more Correct. than 50 is insane. Yes, absolutely. At the local level, the average price specific to Berthoud for both attached and detached residential homes has ranged from 856920 <laughs> in June of this year to 625148 in November of this year. And while 30-year fixed mortgage interest rates are close to 8%, still and have been, mm -hmm. Breaking the barrier into home ownership is difficult, and the buying power has been significantly impacted. Combine that with high monthly rental rates, and we have a significant challenge. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> at the local level in our community, at Birth and Habitat for Humanity, we endeavor to do our part to ensure that everyone has a decent, affordable place to live in the Berthoud Campion area. Hmm. The history of our local affiliate here in Berthoud is quite endearing and commendable. After volunteering for Habitat Project in 1996, Berthoud community members put their faith into action. Peter Bridgman, Ricardo Haskins, Tom Patterson, and Thomas Jones formed a committee of supports incorporating Berthoud Habitat for Humanity Limited in August of 1997. Hmm. Thereafter, Doc and Helen Fickle donated five acres on 4th Street in 1998, which is currently where our row of production has been. Got it. We became Berthoud Habitat for Humanity Incorporated in March of 2000 as a local affiliate of Habitat for Humanity International. And then our local restore was opened shortly thereafter in which our profits are used towards building affordable homes. And then construction commenced on our first new single family home in 2001. Super fun fact, our first homeowner recently paid off his mortgage mm. in August of this year. Oh, that's Isn't exciting. that amazing? <laughs> Love it, it truly is. <laughs> we also have a couple important partnerships. We first partnered with Thompson Valley High School's Geometry and Construction Program in 2018, and we still partner with them today to build one house a year. This is an amazing program that was created in response to identified needs for integrating academic and career and technical education skills and knowledge. Mm -hmm. The class is team taught by mathematics and construction teachers with content of the traditional geometry curriculum reorganized to allow geometry concepts to be taught in the sequence required for building a house which is the annual capstone event for that program. That's really cool. <laughs> it is. And then once a month, they have a build day, and they bring in their family and friends to help with that as well. So it's a community-involved uh, event. And then also for several years, we have partnered with Habitat for Humanity International's RV Caravaner Program. Mm. Volunteers in that program travel across North America in their recreational vehicles to help build homes. We're fortunate to have two teams, 
each summer led by Bill and France Moriarty, who travel to Berthoud along with their team of volunteers who play a significant role in working to complete the home, which is initially commenced by the Geometry and Construction Program. Got it. Mm-hmm. That's that is pretty spectacular. I've met some of the caravanners. Have you? Some of them come in and get temporary library cards, which is always very Wonderful. exciting. So we're always very glad to see them. But we do appreciate sort of this unique. Okay, the high schoolers start it, and they're really learning some of the things that they need to learn. But then school's out for the summer. Things have to mm-hmm. have to get finished, and then here come the caravanners, and we're always pretty excited to see them too. Yes, so. it really is a phenomenal process. And then after the caravanners leave, our team of regular construction volunteers wrap up the home, put on the finishing touches for closing by our homeowners. Which is just, it's so fantastic all <laughs> around. We love it. <laughs> so. So we've talked about, you know, the fact that this is an international organization. Mm-hmm. What makes Berthoud's Habitat specifically really unique or special? Mm-hmm. Well, we, like other Habitat for Humanity affiliates, we serve as the developer, the builder, and the lender. And we also provide homeowner support by way of offering educational opportunities throughout the process. In doing so, we serve individuals and families whose gross income falls within 40 to 80% of the area median income guidelines as determined by CHAFA. Hmm. And CHAFA stands for Colorado Housing and Finance Authority. Got it. So for instance, per the 2023 AMI, which is area median income in Larimer County, for a family of four to meet the current income guidelines, the total household gross income would need to fall within 40 to 80% range, which is equal to a minimum of 45,440 up to 90,880. Okay. And our homeowners must meet underwriting guidelines and requirements, as well as put in sweat equity hours to help build their homes alongside Habitat staff and volunteers, which fosters and cultivates community. Mm-hmm. Would you like me to go into explaining the steps involved in applying for our homeownership program and speak more about those eligibility requirements? Sure, go ahead. I think we have some people who either have some misconceptions mm-hmm. or maybe need this and don't don't think that they should do it or could do it. So yeah, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit how okay, that works? Sure. So the first step in the process is determine, to determine eligibility. To be eligible for homeownership through Birth at Habitat for Humanity, applicants must meet the following to qualify. We look at residency, housing need, willingness to partner, and mm. ability to pay. Okay. So if I unpack those, in terms of residency, uh, applicants must live and or work in the Birth at Campion area for a minimum of one year prior to application and also be a U.S. citizen or legal permanent resident. Got it. As far as demonstrating housing need, the applicant or applicants must meet one or more of the following areas. Their current physical structure uh, must be inadequate, Mm. such as structural problems, electrical or plumbing issues, or be temporary or transitional in nature. Current housing situation may be overcrowded related to family size. Mm. And then current environment and or neighborhood is unsafe or unsanitary. And lastly, in that category, the household currently pays more than 30% of the total gross me- gross monthly income for housing and unable to purchase a home through other means. Got it. 
the willingness to partner section, we do ask each of our applicants to complete sweat equity hours, mm -hmm. which must be completed prior to closing, equal to 250 hours for individuals, okay. of which 50 can be donated by friends and family, or 500 hours for families, of which 100 hours can be donated. Well, that's kind of fun. I didn't know mm -hmm. that people could donate the sweat equity hours for, for other people. That's great. And that really is. It's just, it's amazing to witness. That is where the community comes into play. Sure. You may have two homeowners that are going to be neighbors in the future working alongside our volunteers and community members, and it, it truly is just a fulfilling experience. That's fabulous. Mm -hmm. As far as willingness to partner, they also need to be able to save and pay $2,500 for closing costs, mm -hmm and also willing to participate in educational sessions. And we offer those around budgeting, home maintenance, et cetera. So those things you might need to know in order to stay in and maintain your home. Correct, Great. yes. And then of course, we need to have a complete application and required supporting documentation for us to process, just like any other mortgage lender would do. Sure. And then as far as ability to pay, we spoke a little bit about this, but the applicants must have a current history of paying their bills on time, no bankruptcy within the past two years, mm. no outstanding judgments or liens that are non-medical in nature, and then the monthly debt to income, also referred to as DTI, that ratio must be 43% or less. And then again, meeting those income guidelines sure. as established and updated every year according to CHAFA. Yeah, the ability to pay, I think, is an interesting one because there's perception or that rumor floating around, Habitat gives away houses. Right, That's, not no, true. not true. <laughs> there's still a mortgage and, and things involved. It's just trying to bring it back into that range of affordable, which we all know right now in Colorado in general and in Berthet in particular is problematic for a lot of families. Absolutely. And, you know, a motto affiliated with our organization is we're not a handout, we're a hand up. Perfect. We help individuals break into that home ownership in order to ultimately build wealth and stabilize. Great. Uh, so the second step in the process, once the application is complete and all the supporting documentation is turned in, we review that from a loan originator standpoint mm. uh, for completeness. And if it is determined that the applicant has indeed met all the qualifications and requirements, we then connect the applicant with our homeowner selection committee who meets with them in their home to conduct an interview, hmm. which is the third step in completing this application process. And then lastly, once that home visit is complete by our homeowner selection committee, they create a report and submit a recommendation to our board of directors for approval of the applicant into our homeownership program. Got it. At that point, the journey begins for, for the applicant in terms of obtaining sweat equity hours and completing those educational requirements. During the time leading up to the completion of the home and their subsequent closing, just like anyone else applying for a conventional loan on the open market, Habitat applicants do have to go through underwriting, final underwriting prior to closing. So for instance, mm -hmm. negative changes in financial conditions would impact their ability to pay such as job loss, for sure. instance, which would maybe take out of alignment the debt-to-income ratio mm -hmm. and Got factor it. into their final approval. Got it. All that to say is once the home is built and requirements are, are met along the way, 
birthed Habitat for Humanity does convey the property mm -hmm. to the homeowner at closing and we serve as the lender. And this is where it's really interesting. So our loans are amortized for not more than 30 years at 0% interest. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> yes, and that involves a fixed monthly principal loan payment not to exceed 30% of the total gross household income. Got it. Which is phenomenal. That is. So like a regular mortgage, there are additional homeownership costs, such as taxes, insurance, and HOA dues, which do change over time. Mm -hmm. And the escrow payment estimate will be adjusted yearly to reflect those changes. That makes a lot of sense, actually. So that's a good, I think, outline of sort of how all of that works from, from the homeowner's perspective or from the potential homeowner's perspective. So. For anyone out there who thinks, hmm, I'm, I'm listening to this and that kind of sounds like me, please get in touch with, <laughs> with our local Habitat. They would, they would love to talk to you. Mm -hmm. So tell me this, is there anything exciting coming up for Berthoud's Habitat? Well, I certainly do believe so. Uh, so to date, we have completed 20 homes along North 4th Street in Berthoud for qualified families in need. We do have one home that's currently being constructed by the students in the Geometry and Construction Program mm -hmm. at Thompson Valley High School, which will be set on its foundation this spring and completed by our volunteers, including the RV Caravanner Program, with an anticipated closing date of late summer, early fall. Okay. And then furthermore, we do have nine of the 29 lots slated for the Harvest 47 subdivision that have been graciously donated to us at Birth and Habitat. Final plat has been submitted for those, mm. or that project rather, and the final construction plan is being worked on for approval. We also have 1.4 acres, which is located to the north of Berthoud Elementary mm. for future home sites as well. And then we're super grateful and excited about the, the support of the town of Berthoud by way of fee waivers, tax dollars, and of course, legislative support of affordable housing initiatives. Right, so there's, there's a lot going on in terms mm -hmm. of where are you gonna put houses? Cause it's not just building them, you've gotta have a spot for them. Right. But then there's also development and that kind of piece of things that there's other organizations that are able to help with, I think all of which is really exciting. Absolutely. So it really does become kind of a big community project. Everybody's working together to get people into the homes that 100%. they need. hundred percent. And I really do envision building on our partnerships, whether that's with local builders, more volunteers, et cetera, to build more capacity. Fantastic. That being said, we've got a bunch of community members who are listening to this, so if people are like, I really want to help, what can they do? Mm -hmm. Sure, I love this question. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. <laughs> well, as a nonprofit with our mission of bringing people together to build a homes, community, and hope, support is truly everything. So we seek to engage the community and welcome support in the areas of time, talent, and treasure. Mm -hmm. In terms of time, our organization is truly largely reliant upon the time invested by our volunteers. We utilize our volunteers on our construction team, at the ReStore, in our administrative office, on committees. Mm -hmm. If interested in volunteering, information can be found on our website. Great. In terms of talent, wouldn't you agree it's so amazing how we're each created individually? Mm -hmm. With each of us gifted and skilled in various ways, uh, which really makes the world go round. Right. <laughs> and so together, I believe uh, that we're very 
much stronger and more impactful when we're together working towards a common goal. And when placing volunteers, we do seek to ensure opportunities that align with an individual's area of talent as well as their passion. So for instance, we're in need of developing various committees who will be instrumental in carrying out our, our mission as we continue building capacity. And then of course, treasure. <laughs> our greatest need, which is probably no surprise at this juncture, and circling back to doing our part in our community to ensure that everyone has a decent, affordable place to live in Berthoud and Campion is to support by way of donation. So no, literally, no gift is too small, whether from individuals, families, corporations, trusts, etc. Mm -hmm. Whether it's one-time, monthly, or planned giving for the long term. In an effort to build capacity and serve more individuals and families in our community, ultimately making more of a significant positive impact, I do invite anybody listening to consider giving on a regular monthly basis, whether that's $10 a month, $25 a month or more, that compound impact of your charitable donation will be hugely beneficial and help us to create sustainability for mm -hmm. the future. Our development and fundraising committees will also be planning a couple of fun fundraising events for 2024, and we definitely look forward to sharing details about that. And then furthermore, when organizations donate goods and services, those donations are considered what we call gifts in kind, such as building materials, appliances, or labor donated by skilled individuals, mm. all of which help keep our construction costs down. All that to say, Total community support is vital and greatly appreciated in support of our Habitat homes. There's a spot for everyone. I think some people out there think, well, I don't know how to build a house. So right. <laughs> this must not be my thing. Um, but if you are an administrator and you've mm -hmm. got that sort of, I know how committees work, if you're fundraising, mm -hmm. if you've done retail and you want to help in the restore, you, what you're saying is there we'll find a spot. <laughs> Absolutely. There truly is something for everyone. Fantastic. So please, folks, if you're like, oh, I don't need a house, but I would like to help, get in touch with, with them <laughs> over there at Habitat and see what you can do. So I always ask everybody this because there's always something. What else do you want to tell us that I haven't already asked you? <laughs> sure. Well, if it's okay and we have a few more minutes, what I'd like to do is dive in just a little bit about the benefits and impacts of home ownership, which is truly transformational in nature in terms of health, financial stability, education, as well as the workforce. Mm. So when we talk about health, so these are some stats that were compiled by Habitat for Humanity Colorado. Since moving into their Habitat home, 91% of Habitat homeowners experienced better mental health, 90% observed improvements in their family's health overall, and 75% could more easily afford health care. Fabulous. Yes. And then we talk about that financial stability, mm -hmm. which ties to the education and wealth building. So with, with respect to financial stability, 81% of Habitat homeowners felt somewhat or much more financially secure since moving into their home. Mm -hmm and Habitat homeowners reported a 52% decrease in the total number of public assistance programs used after moving into their home as well. When we switch gears to education, 98% of Habitat homeowners observed a stable and or positive impact on their children's performance in school, mm -hmm. and two-thirds of Habitat homeowners expect their children to achieve a bachelor's de degree or greater. Fabulous. Yes. And then you might be surprised to learn 
again because of those misconceptions. The top five work industries of Habitat homeowners are healthcare, mm. education, training, or library. Mm -hmm. And in fact, one of our homeowners that closed this summer has worked for St. Rain Valley School District for 30 years. Wow. And qualified because she couldn't qualify otherwise. Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> uh, also included in the top five work industries, office administrative support, mm -hmm. transportation or warehousing, as well as sales or retail. And wouldn't it be ideal for individuals to work and live in our own community? Yes. 72% of homeowners reported that their work commute decreased or stayed the same after moving into their Habitat home. <laughs> yes, yeah, so ultimately we're here to build strength, stability, and self-reliance through shelter. Obviously there, there are a number of misconceptions, but in addition to, I hope we have put to rout the whole concept of giving away free housing, right. <laughs> I think that people don't often realize the, the impact that housing has on absolutely every aspect mm -hmm. of a person's life. So we love to know that the kids are in a stable home, right. that there's not that worry of having to move from place to place just to be affordable because we know that impacts their ability to learn in school. Mm -hmm. And you know, the health issues that, that people have when housing is unstable. So just knowing that we can help our community members get to the point where they can be better community members also mm -hmm. because they've got that, that stable housing that they need is, is really fantastic. Absolutely. So I want to thank you for being here with me, I say this morning. You might not be listening in the morning. Today, <laughs> I want to thank you. Um, this has been really helpful for me. I know Great. that I've learned a lot, and I hope that all of our listeners have learned a lot too. If anyone who is listening has any more questions, either for Habitat or for the library, if you want to email, you can email podcast.bcld at gmail.com, or you can call the library at 970-532-2757. If we can't answer the questions for you, we will get you to the people who can. As always, I want to say thank you for listening, and I'm proud to say this is birthed.